I'm Marlo Higgins, and I've spent nearly four decades as an entrepreneur building boundaries around time and energy. I am captivated by stories of creating that mythical balance between priorities and success without the guilt and fear of missing out. I'm a to-the-point business coach that helps start a company, rebrand another, and launch my own. Now I'm running a thriving online brand with the white space in my calendar to spend time with my family, nurture my soul, and create an impact in our world. Are you dreaming of striking a balance between a thriving business and a joyful life? It is possible, and it starts with you. Get out your field notes, and let's tap into Peaceful Achievers, inspiring you to create a vision, level up your skills, and show you how to set boundaries that support the life you desire. This is 22 Minutes to Having It All. All right, this is Marlo Higgins, your host to 22 Minutes to Having It All. This episode with Bruce Miller, if you need a booster shot, if you need a story of resilience, we talk about everything. We talk about going to the top of the food chain in your business, reaching a very high pinnacle of success, then getting fired, then betting on yourself, going through cancer, being a high school dropout, raising sons. Oh my gosh, this episode is everything. And so Bruce Miller comes to us from New Orleans. He's just a dynamic human. I mean, there's so much to this conversation about having it all. He was diagnosed with terminal cancer at 35 years old. He's eight years in and he's fighting the fight and running a business, not giving up on his dreams. I don't know. It just kind of gave me chill bumps the whole time as I was connecting with Bruce. And as I've gotten to know him, he has a great Facebook page and it's phenomenal and how he motivates people through his individual story. So he kind of does a little inner work between his business and his personal, and it's just outstanding. So enjoy this episode with Bruce Miller and I'll catch you again next week on 22 Minutes to Having It All. So we have with us today, Bruce Miller. Bruce, why don't you share where you're joining us from and what organization you're with? I am uh, speaking to you from New Orleans, Louisiana. I uh, own a couple of used car lots under Miller Motors. I started these used car lots about a year and a half ago. 22 years in automotive, worked in a franchise setting for uh, 22 years. I worked for other people. Right as the pandemic was hitting and things like that, I decided to have a crazy idea to open up my own business. Two years later, I have two successful used car lots and things are going great. Happy to be speaking with you here today. Yeah, no, Bruce, the reason that you're on the episode with us today is just the resilience. I mean, business owners, entrepreneurs, you know, as you and I were getting to know each other, just the power of being resilient in some of the tough times. I mean, kind of share it with our audience. I mean, you went through an episode where you lost your job, didn't have a business, you you bet on yourself, you took the risk, and it's working out brilliantly. So kind of help us kind of understand the, the foundation before we really dig in. Okay. I'm very excited about now, right? But two years ago, working in a car business will chew you up. Working for other people, it's, there's no target. Like, so you want, when you go through life and there's no target, because it's never enough, no matter what you accomplish, you know, the next month you start all over and no matter how much growth you put on or how much net profit, you know. So I did very well in that world. I climbed a corporate ladder. I was a 21-year-old high school dropout. I was in management by 23. I was uh, running stores by 27. I was running multiple locations by 30. I was running the biggest Chevy store in New Orleans at 32. Before my 40th birthday, I got an opportunity to be a managing partner of two franchises. So I climbed that corporate ladder. And then 12 months after that crowning achievement job, 
no, no fault of mine. My partners let me go. They just changed the direction. They felt like they want to change direction. So now, June 2nd of 2020, a pandemic is hitting. The world's going crazy. You can't borrow money. I had to make a decision what I was going to do. Did I want to continue going to work for other people? And when you work for other people, you can't be yourself. You can't share your faith. You can't help people. You can't. At the end of the month, if an employee, loyal guy, needs another $500 outside of his pay plan, but he deserves it. Well, if you work for other people, you can't do things like that. You can't take care of employees. I've lost jobs because I put employees first. You know, that's always been my MO. I have like a lot of loyal people to me in the city of New Orleans because I've been that person. So I decided I wanted to work my way to owning a new car franchise. You need a lot of capital to do that. So I said the best way was to start an independent lot and kind of go from there. In the midst of that, my uh, cancer came back, 15 tumors in my stomach. Got back, put on some drugs and a medicine and got put on a trial drug. Along that journey, betting on myself, it was easy to say, well, I'm not going to do it because of the cancer, because of this. It was easy to easy to, to kind of give up, but I never did. I uh, stayed the course. During that time, I had to have a surgery to remove a tumor. I'm in the hospital seeing if my real estate bid went through from 10 days ago before I went in the hospital. Good Lord, this is a lot, friend. This is what the people want to hear, though, because this is such a true story of resilience, Bruce. Yeah, it's been a journey. So long story short, I have a work for an independent lot, like nobody I ever met, people I never don't even know. And I just I said, look, I want to work for you guys. I'm going to open an independent lot. Let me work for you. It went great. I took them from an average of 18 cars a month to 45 cars a month average within 90 days. I realized, hey, man, I can do this in the independent settings. So I decided, I started to put the pieces together to buy a building and, and do my own lot. That people I was working for asked me to buy 25% of their business so I can continue working with them. I opened up my use for a lot uh, October of 2021. And then for 2022, I sold 727 used cars, an average of 62 cars a month. I have 14 banks. I used all my relationships and partnerships in the franchise world. What I accomplished, like opening the business and having all those banks and selling that many cars in, in just a short period of time, is it's just it was just meant to be, you know. So I stand here now. I made the most personal income that I made in my life. I bet on myself. I persevered. I have this white hair because I'm on a trial drug, but the trial drug is working great and I feel healthy and I'm, I'm where I'm supposed to be. And, uh, and it was a tough journey, but uh, I don't regret none of it. I have the freedom to do whatever I want. I have freedom to spend time with my family, go on vacation. I have an eight-year-old daughter. Due to the nature of my cancer, she's eight years old. I don't know if I'll be here for the important moments in her life. So right. I, I value every moment with her. And if I, if I worked for other people, I just would have less time with her. So I made a decision. I bet on myself. The, the, the bet hit. You know? Okay, so you go with the mantra that all gas, no brakes. I mean, tell us, how did you align with that? And I mean, obviously, I think just a lot of what you just shared, but how did you come up with that particular mantra? Well, I've always been excelled in that corporate world of push, push, push. It's never enough. And I've always been all gas, no brakes. Like decision making to me has always been a spur of the moment. You know, if you if you're good at your craft and you know your own abilities, you don't need a long time to make decisions. So, especially if you throw a little faith aspect of that, if you've been praying for something and the door opens, you should jump through the door. Look, I pray for this, and so that all gas no breaks. That pushing mentality has always been me. Four or five years ago, a friend of mine sent me a picture. It was like these memes going around. It says, "If this was a person, 
you know, said, well, if all gas wheel brakes was a person, you know, it was like one of my pictures. <laughs> and then from that moment, I said, man, that kind of like, you know, like my friends and stuff like that, my family, my kids, oh, man, that's you. You're, you're all gas wheel brakes. So it's kind of like, it's a part of me now. I use it to kind of illustrate my cancer journey, you know, because having a terminal cancer, I could have shut it down. I could have took a job. I could have like not had dreams. I could have, but to do all that during a pandemic with a terminal cancer diagnosis, betting on myself, opening up a business. I mean, it, you have to have a all gas, no bricks mentality because you can't let the surroundings or the circumstances in front of you slow you down. Right. You have to trust your training, trust your faith, trust your right. belief. It's been something when I started using it, there's not a person that will know me personally that says, oh, no, no, that's definitely you, you know? Yeah, <laughs> no, definitely. And, you know, and that's why, Bruce, really, I love your energy. I mean, let's talk about the cancer for a minute. You know, how did you learn about it? How long have you been living with it? And it's, as you have shared, it's a terminal cancer, you know? So give us some insight there is how are you managing that balance of trying to be healthy and live with still trying to provide for yourself and operate a company? Yeah. It's a rare cancer. Only 5,000 people a year get diagnosed with it. It's called a GIST tumor, G-I-S-T tumor. So it's real rare. I was 35 years old and my little daughter was, I have two sons, 22 and 18, two, two boys. I did all the mm-hmm. travel baseball. Look, guys, when I was working in that corporate setting, working in this car business, I never settled when it came to family time. I just didn't have no hobbies. I didn't play golf. I didn't hang out with the fellas. I just did kids and work because I didn't want them to uh, fall short of, of having, you know, their dad, you know, in, in right. yeah, right. yeah. Right. So I coached both of them in travel baseball. I took both of them to Cooperstown, New York. Uh, for, for, that, for that big tournament, being in the car business, and I, I kind of did, did all that. When I received a cancer diagnosis, the little girl's barely one years old. Now, they're, uh, this eight years ago, they were like in their teens, right? But they're boys. And it's like, I mean, and, you know, I wasn't going to die immediately, but what if I only lived 10 years, things like that? They were right, going to be, right. they, they were going to be uh, middle adults. She would still be a little girl. So when I received that cancer diagnosis, it made me realize, you know, I guess to a certain degree, maybe I'm this 35-year-old man, and I was running this big Chevy store, selling 400 cars a month. I had 20 managers and 40 salespeople, and I was like on top of the world. And, and, and it kind of knocked me down, knocked me back a little bit. Like, okay, I can get hurt. I'm not bulletproof, you know? It made me reevaluate kind of valuation, the life, vacations, yeah. and things like that. So now I savor every moment. You know, I say this, look, I may die one day after cancer, but it, cancer would have never killed me because I'm a, I live my mm. life in a manner where, look, I don't tell my kids no for things. We do do family time. My little girl, the eight-year-old little girl, you'll, you'll be hard-pressed to find anybody that has a better relationship with her daughter. Man, she loves me. I love her. We spend so much time together. And um, the mentality to try to stay healthy and try to like not, not miss a doctor's appointment Whatever they tell me, I do. I'm there on time. I don't miss a miss a pill because in my mind, I'm doing my part to be here. The right. walker down the So most people are like in their fifties when they receive this kind of cancer, mm-hmm. and maybe fifty percent live six years. Uh, so I'm healthier and younger. So my stats are probably better. Right. But uh, I am on year eight, and it is a stat that fifty percent die in six years. So I am. I'm beating that too, you know, so. But it is your diagnosis. I mean, and, you know, and like you said, Bruce, I think a lot of people would have shut down. What's your drive? Like at the end of the day, what is the ultimate drive for you? I guess somewhere along the way, I got a dream or a vision to own a new car franchise. You know, I, I grew up dirt poor. My mother had me at 15 years old. 
I barely survived my childhood. My dad killed, killed himself, committed suicide. I barely got out. You know, I, I, I was in a bad crowd as a six, 17, 18 year old. A few friends got murdered. A few friends did 10 plus years in jail. At 20 years old, I got a steady girlfriend, relationship with God, and it kind of like saved me from that life, you know? So I've, I've just been, I don't have nobody to come save the day for me. I don't have no uncle, grandma, grandpa. I don't have no, so it's just me that has to provide, you know? When I realized that I was kind of good at this, you know, the, the, the car business, well, the goal is to own a store. So that was been my my goal. I could stop right now. The money I'm making, kids, you know, yep. it would be, be yep. fine. So I don't, I'm not doing it exactly for the money. The money is a byproduct that right. I want to get there, but I'm doing it because um, I just feel like inspired to do it. I just believe in life. If you can, you should, you know. You know Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. So, you know, this is the Having It All podcast. How would you define or what is your definition of having it all for you, Bruce, in this space of life? It's great relationships. Again, money is fine to do nice things, drive nice cars, have a nice house, but it's also having great relationships. And that's kind of, Having it all, you know, whether it's with your kids, whether it's, you know, significant other, your spouse, mutual respect. I think that's like having it all. Like living up to your full potential would be a great definition of having it all. Before we got on this call, I'm not making this up. Somebody asked me for a hoodie and a friend of theirs was going to buy this hoodie. I just sell them for kind of cost to cover my cost. It's the All Gansdale Brace hoodie. It's got a statement on the back, my approach to life and cancer. And the man says he's been sick for three years. And reading her Facebook posts and watching how I live my life kind of kept him alive. This is exactly what the man told this lady. And so that's a part of having it all. Like when, wow. you, yeah. when, you're, when you're respected, you know, when you get to the point in your life where, you know, all your, all your nonsense and people identify with it and you, you kind of respect it. That's a part of having it all because you can have all the money in the world. But if you don't have good relationships, you're going to be incomplete. Uh, you can have good relationships and all the money. But if you don't have that relationship with God, you're going to be incomplete. If you're not respected as a man, especially, I can't speak to the woman's side, but as a man, especially, you want to be respected. We were built for war, you know, war or sports or so you want to be respected in your field. And uh, when you get to the point where you have that respect and um, you have good relationships and you're helping people, I think that's a part of having it all. Okay. I mean, that is so poignant for you, Bruce. I mean, now you alluded to Facebook. Now we all want to follow you on Facebook. <laughs> what is your Facebook page? So it's Bruce Miller. It's Bruce Miller. Yeah, Bruce Miller. It's a public profile. Send me a friend request. It's a, like a business page. So you just like it and you can follow yeah, it. Yeah, that's awesome. I try to like come from a different perspective, be a real positive approach. Yep. yep. Uh, some humor, some loyalty to the Saints and the Pelicans, you know, but... Uh, of course. But definitely trying to like have an impact. It's really taking off, you know, like I'm getting a lot of positive stuff, stuff for it. I feel good about it. Like I said, my job is to sell cars and we're doing that well. But that's just something extra to, to just to kind of like do something different. Facebook has a lot of negativity. The news period has a lot of negativity. Right, so right. It's a little bit different, you know. Facebook, so yep. just the by yeah, the byproduct of it. No, and I think in now more than ever, and just even listening to all that you have reached and gone through yourself, just aligning with other people, kind of hearing the power that you have and you're not giving up spirit, I think really drives a lot. So, okay, so you want to own the the car dealership. How are you sustaining that? Like how what is your daily action for you, mindset-wise, Bruce, to ensure that you sustain that you get to where you want to go and do all that you possibly can. I have to remain relevant. I have to be good at what I'm currently doing. So you can have all these crazy dreams and aspirations, but if you're not good with your, what you're given, you're not going to get forward. So 
It's a scripture in the Bible, you know. You have to be good with what you're given. And up to this point, I want the story that I lived and I can stop right here, you know, but I want to be right. really good at this. I want to push this to the um, successful, not not meaning like crazy pushing the envelope, but just a good operating business. The, the ultimate goal, what I'm trying to accomplish, requires a lot of capital. It requires somebody with $30 million to come to me one day and say, hey, let's buy three stores. Yeah, right. I want to partner, partner with you, you know? So I have to be a good businessman. I have to be a good person. I have to like, I, I see it as a foregone conclusion. I don't see it not happening. Like when I think mm. about the future, I see it as a foregone conclusion. It's not if, it's just when. You know, I've, there have been people before me that I know that are, that are, have their name on stores. Right. And I know I know their stories and how they got there. And um, and so I it's just it's just waiting my time. My time. I'm gonna put the effort in. I'm gonna yep. be, be the person that I say I am. And uh, just waiting that time. You know. And like I said, I, it's it's going good now. I'll probably add another used car lot in the next few months. You know, to what I got going on. It just it, those dealerships are like hard to come by when one becomes available it'll be the right time and, and uh and yeah. then I'll, I'll take that next step you know? well yeah if it's meant to be it's supposed to happen and you know and and i love how much you put your faith into this and you let your intuition internally guide your success that's what i'm hearing a lot of and just validating you in that space because you know as you know bruce i mean there's there's just a lot of things we can't control but you know we we're guided in many different ways and directions to do things that we are called to do and it sounds like you've been listening pretty intently on what's next. Oh, yeah, yeah. When I was 24 years old, I thought to myself, I want to open up a few used car lots. I even had, like, written down a plan. I had 10 on there. I was going to get 10 of my friends. It was each open one. It was like a plan. I forgot about the plan. And being fired, pandemic, figuring out what I want to do in my life, God reminded me. The dream was to own 10 used car lots. So from that point on, I I said, you know what? I want to own 10 used car lots or new car franchises. I was reminded of that dream. And then quickly I got two. And it's still working. The numbers are checking off and you're getting to the goal. And, you know, I mean, and I think that, okay, so let's take you to a, a you know, a side where you're the father. Let's kind of close out that conversation. You know, how, are, how do you walk your children through this experience with you? Like what messages do you leave with them around, you know, your success, your business growth, your aspirations and still living life? I will say this, like my young, my sons, I was a young father, okay? I was a 21-year-old dad to my first son, and I was a high school dropout, you know, uneducated. Now, that kid ended up graduating with a, a perfect ACT score. Of and course he did. <laughs> and, he, and he completed four years of Tulane, and he's waiting to go to law school. So, you know, high school dropout to a kid who has a perfect ACT. So that's a good story by itself. But, um... Okay, my sons, I know that whenever they decide to do anything in life, I know this without a doubt, they will not look at anything as being impossible. They will not look at anything as being like, they will not look at obstacles and fear obstacles because they, they'll have like 30 years of, or 25, 20 something years experience of watching dad just seeming, seemingly without a lot of effort, just keep overcoming these things. And that's that's in the back of my mind. When I'm, when I'm embracing these challenges, I don't want to... Um, I don't want to lose sight that I have two sons. I'm the same sex male role model as them. They're right. going to be just like me in a lot of ways. Um, they're boys. They're little young men now, 22 right. and 18. So they don't show as much affection. They don't, I don't know if I'm getting to them half the time. Right. I think that's pretty normal. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Teenagers and young men. Yeah. But I do know that whenever they face adversity or whenever the life starts to you know hit them with their fair share or when they have some dreams or aspirations, they're going to look back and say, okay, Man, dad would have did this. Dad would have did that. 
Right. No. It's different, you know. She is like, we are like two pieces. I had her at 35. So I wasn't a 21-year-old dad. Right. Five-year-old dad who just got cancer. So I was, I'm a completely different person than the father I was to them. So uh, she wants to be the CEO of Miller Motors. She wants to do whatever I want to do. She she asked me about how many cars we sold. She followed me. I mean, That's awesome. <laughs> I mean, you've got her definitely ingrained in the business. And yeah, what a success story that is. So, okay. So we're coming into the close of our episode, Bruce. I mean, I could talk to you forever. You're just an amazing human. What words of advice do you have some, you know, to somebody listening to this, this podcast episode, listening to the story that you've just shared? What words of advice do you have for them? It's a few things. I would just definitely say that uh, you believe in yourself or you believe a certain thing, or if you have a vision or a goal, I think that visions and goals are sometimes influenced by God. Like he places that on you. And if you believe in that and you start seeing some some skins on the wall, you start seeing some things line up that, hey, man, this is coming to come. This might happen. Don't let nobody take that from you. Don't let life or circumstances or you know, don't let like certain financial situations Man, go for the dream. Like, don't stop it good. Go for great, you know? And, and again, keep your circle. People around you, they say like, what? You, you, we could tell about your future by your five closest friends. Mm-hmm. Well, that's because if you keep people around you that are negative, they're going to hold you down. But if you have positive people, imagine you have four or five friends and they all, and you come up with a crazy idea and they all say, oh man, you definitely can do that. Oh man, you you subconsciously are accepting that. They're feeding, yes. It's going to that mental image that you have in yourself and it's allowing you to accomplish that. So whatever your goals and dreams are, don't let nobody take it away from you. And if you're around a group of people that are taking your goals and dreams, an employer, you need to leave that situation and because it's hindering your growth. Money ain't everything. The right environment and culture supersedes money more often than not. When you're young, you think money's hard to come by. It's really not that hard to come by. But being on the right team, the right culture, the right environment will help you get to those goals and dreams. Yeah, it's all about the satisfaction, the fulfillment, and then ultimately leads to your success. Well, Bruce, this has been an absolute delight. Thanks again for sharing with our audience. We look forward to staying connected. What's a website or somewhere we can um, follow you up if people are interested in learning more about your car sales business? And maybe you've got somebody out there, a listener who's on this global podcast going, hey, I want to buy into that guy. Where can they find you? BillandMotorsWestBank.com. That's the website for, for, for the automobile you know, sales. But I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. It's just Bruce Miller. So, and so that's, where, that's where you can connect with me. You know, I, I've been on LinkedIn longer than I've been on Facebook. I have like 15,000 connections on LinkedIn. Yeah. I've been using that for like 10 plus years. So, but yeah, that's, that's, that's where you can find me. I can even put my cell phone number. I don't, mind. I don't care if you have my cell phone number. It's 504-615-9297. If I can help anybody, encourage them, or walk them through a, uh, anything to do with opening their own news for a lot, or uh, if they're having a bad day and they, they're facing some adversity, I don't mind. Uh, I don't mind giving some words of encouragement. Oh my gosh! And that is such a great way to end our episode, Bruce. Thanks again. This is just just poignant. So thank you. Thanks for listening. Now, if this conversation sparked something for you, can you do me a favor? Go to Apple Podcasts and follow the show and leave a review. Your feedback tells other business leaders like you how it's possible for them to have it all too. Next, if you're a leader with a lot on your plate, I created something just for you. It's called the Daily Something. It's a mobile coaching tool designed to help you create the habit of having it all in your business and your life. So you can learn more about it by going to marlohiggins.com clicking on the daily something in the navigation bar.